have returned to Monday. And you know what time it is. Shouldn't have to tell you anymore. Time to get it popping right now on the number one form of Crimson Tide Football News. Hottest show on the streets. That being in my own words with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have each and every last one of you tuned in to the network show and channel on today. We've got a lot to get into, a lot to talk about. Football's back, especially the NFL. Saw some great games on Sunday. Was awesome. Of course, my Falcons didn't win, but that's okay. Of course, college football was in week two on last week. Saw some good games right there, but your Alabama Crimson Tide, they will take the field on Saturday, September 26th to face the Missouri Tigers in Columbia, Missouri. Alabama concluding fall camp on last week with an awesome scrimmage. We'll get into that as well, but as always, we're bringing you this show from Tuscaloosa, streaming this to you via YouTube. Now, speaking of the channel, go ahead right now, give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, Hit that subscribe button and turn all of those notifications on so that way you can stay up on all the updates, news, notes, and alerts on your Crimson Tide, but not just through YouTube. We're also streaming this through Facebook, so all my Facebook people out there coming to you guys and to Twitter as well. But once again, got a lot to get into, and we, we want you to be a part of the conversation. And you can do that by calling 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time in case you didn't quite hear me, 205-448-1358, but I'm going to call in, definitely want to hear from you. And as always, it's going to be joined by my main man in the production studio, the man, the myth, the bona fide legend, the maestro, putting that flavor in the ear the man john ivory it's always cool having john with me each and every time we do this production but we're gonna get into the conversation but first and foremost folks a little update here defensive lineman christian barmore redshirt sophomore defensive lineman christian barmore did not scrimmage on last week he sustained a slight minor knee injury prior to the scrimmage coach saban talked about he did not work barmore just to boy be played in his spot but it's nothing serious nothing severe nothing significant he'll be out for a few days couple of days and he will be back i know coach saban mentioned during his presser that Barmore is one of the more explosive pass rushers on the team. He is definitely a fan favorite, but the red shirt sophomore, a small injury, slight knee injury there. will be out a few days, but we'll be back before we know it. But that's just some news there on one Christian Barmore. But we jump into now topic number one of the conversation on last week, over the weekend, Crimson Tide, its final preseason scrimmage of fall camp. And uh, while most collegiate programs struggle to find one quarterback, you look at Georgia right now, Jamie Newman, you thought he would be the guy, he decides to opt out. So now Kirby Smart is looking at, is it going to be JT Daniels? Is it going to be Carson Beck? Is it going to be somebody else? They're trying to figure out who is the one quarterback we have that can play winning football. In the same way with LSU, after the magical run it had with Joe Burrow in 2019, you had players that got drafted, some decided to opt out, you had two coaches to leave, and now the Tigers are looking like, well, is Miles Brennan truly the guy? So with teams in the SEC having question marks at quarterback, for you guys out there, Crimson Tide Nation, Alabama's got three quarterbacks on this roster. All three can play winning football. Now, a lot of people talk about Paul Tyson. He had a big-time scrimmage himself, and we'll get to him in a minute. But the two people that get the most of the conversation, Mac Jones and Bryce Young, you want to talk about two flamethrowers going pound for pound, round for round, bar for bar with each other in the final scrimmage of preseason camp. You know, both of these guys did a tremendous job. And I talked about it last week to end the last week's show on Friday. This was a huge scrimmage for Bryce Young. Did not have spring practice because of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Coach Saban had to fight for the preseason practice program. This was not your typical average fall camp. And then, you know, Bryce, no spring. Uh, he... Uh, didn't, he missed the first scrimmage due to no illness there. He he was at the he was at the live game practice at Brian Denny. Did okay, not great, but for him to be able to compartmentalize everything, 
put all of that behind him and go out in the final scrimmage and find a way to control Nick Saban's attention or get Nick Saban's attention, uh, attract Coach Saban's eyeballs, if you will, show Coach Saban, hey, Coach, you know, Mac Jones can do some things. Yes, he's experienced. Yes, fourth year in the system. Yes. Hard worker, yes, but let me take you to my side, Coach Saban. Let me show you to my hood, Coach Nick. Let me show you how Bryce Young gets down over here, and let me show you that I'm not a five-star for nothing. I'm not a U.S. Army All-America Bowl MVP for nothing. I'm not an elite 11 quarterback for nothing. There's a lot of substance to me, and I remember... No, we had Lavelle Durant, the elite quarterback developer out of Seattle, Washington, on last week, and he talked about how the biggest thing he wanted to see from Bryce was the patience. We know he's got an electric arm. We know he has a lot of athletic capabilities, but can he have the patience here in this you no know, second scrimmage, not force anything, not rush anything, take his time? And he did that in uh, this exhibition, made some explosive plays, made some special plays, but... This is also huge for Mac Jones because the model of consistency. Mac Jones showed you in the first scrimmage three touchdown passes, came back in the live action game-like practice, had a much better completion percentage, had a bigger day in that event. And then the, the final scrimmage, you know, showing Nick Saban and the team, I got what it takes. I got what you need. I can put this team on my back and take it to the national championship and win that championship. So Coach Saban was very pleased with the entire offense, the offensive line, the running backs, the receivers, the tight ends. But he saved some big praise here for these quarterbacks. So check this out. This was Coach Saban after the final scrimmage talking about the entire quarterback room, but more importantly, Mac Jones and Bryce Young. I mean, they were very good today, very efficient, um, good completion percentages, um, threw for, you know, some big plays, made some explosive plays, made some explosive plays in critical situations, made some, um, you know, good plays in, in special situations. I think the offense was pretty good on third down, which always goes back to quarterback decision making and people getting open. So uh, they were they, 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 they played well. And that was Alabama head football coach Nick Saban just giving some praise there to the quarterback room after the final scrimmage of preseason camp. And uh, like I said, this was big for both guys. And especially when you talk, the guy that Bryce Young is the most compared to right now is Tua Tagovailoa. And uh, Tua had more preseason opportunities than Young had. Remember, Tua got to Alabama between December 2016 and January of 2017, helping the Tide prepare for the second matchup, the rematch between Alabama and Clemson for a national championship. So Tua got on campus early. Then he had a full, you know, fourth quarter program in the offseason. He had a full spring practice. We're talking 15 practices, an A-day game, you know, numerous workout sessions, numerous times in the film room. And if you remember the spring game, that was the matchup that Tua and Jalen Hurts both looked like two gladiators exchanging blows. So before the season even started in 2017, Tua got a lot of preseason opportunities. And then he played quite a bit in the 2017 regular season. And it wasn't until the national championship game, second half of that game, where Coach Saban goes, we love what you do, Jalen, but we got to have a spark here, second half offensively, and that's where he went to Tua. So even though Tua had way more opportunities preseason than Bryce, it still took toward the national championship game for folks to really go, that's the backup quarterback? Holy gosh, Mo, that's the backup quarterback? It, it, it took to the national championship game for people to really be open and kind of sold there onto us. So now, you know, with Bryce, he's in a good spot here. Didn't have spring, uh, you know, missed the first scrimmage, was okay in the preseason, he was okay in the practice-like situation, but to come back in the second scrimmage and play well, huge for Young. I still think Mac Jones starts. Still think Mac Jones starts. He's been here going on his fourth season. He's been in game action with bullets flying in the SEC, played well against Arkansas as a starter, played well against Auburn as a starting quarterback. People look at the two interceptions. Yes, I get it, but I always go back to what does Nick Saban say? He says, what's your resolve? 
How do you respond from a play? Do you let that ruin your entire day? Or are you able to put that in the back of your mind, go back out there, still ball out, still command the troops, still make plays out there on the football field? And that's exactly what Mac Jones did. 335 passing yards and four touchdowns against the Tigers and still put Alabama in position to win the football game. And that's what Coach Saban wants. He wants his quarterbacks keeping the team in position to win uh, football games. And, of course, against Michigan in the Citrus Bowl, Jones 16 for 27 passing for 327 yards and three touchdowns. So, for me, right now, Mac starts until – Otherwise, until he shows that, hey, maybe the, the pressure is too much for me. Maybe the situation is too much for me. Maybe the stage is too big for me. Until he shows you that he is not the guy, that he is not capable, that he cannot command this op offense or operate this offense, Mac Jones, to me, starting quarterback. But to see Bryce Young go out there and perform well, I know it's kind of too early to say this, but this kind of feels like part two from 2017 with with uh, Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa, in which Nick Saban's going, okay, I got quarterbacks on my roster that can play winning football. I got quarterbacks on my roster that can operate this offense. They got all the playmakers around them, running backs, receivers, tight ends, strong offensive line as well. So, so if you're an Alabama fan right now, you got to be giddy with Kalina. You, you got to be really happy about this. Because like I mentioned, you got LSU wondering, okay, is Miles Brennan it or not? Is it Miles Brennan or not? Like, do we have to go to a, a, a second person here? When you look at Georgia, it's, is it JT Daniels? Is it Carson Beck? Are we dealing with the little engine that could, and we're on fire right now? We don't know what to do. So Georgia's got their issues right there. Texas A&M, you're wondering, is Kellen Mond the guy, or should we look for another? You know, Ole Miss, it's got John Rice Plumley, but they're trying to see, can he pass the football? Can he be an effective thrower of the football? He can run it now, but can Plumley be an effective passer of the football? Tennessee's trying to find its quarterback. It thought it would be Jared Gorantano. That didn't work. Brian Mauer was pretty good as a freshman, but now here comes the Harrison Bailey, a young man, the high four-star. They think he's the guy. And even down with Auburn, the question is, can Bo Nix take that next step, or will he get kind of caught in limbo here? So, for a lot of quarterbacks in this conference, you're trying to locate one signal caller. You're trying to locate one quarterback. But with Alabama, you got three guys here that are highly capable of playing winning football. And even down to one Paul Tyson. I, I know a lot of people don't talk about Paul. He doesn't get a lot of attention in the page clicks and things of that nature. But Paul Tyson had a big scrimmage. He, too, big completion percentage, explosive plays, effective plays, efficient plays. Heard from one credible source in particular, a number of these guys, but two in particular were like, he had a few big scoring drives himself. And Coach Saban mentioned this young man from Hewitt Trustville High School in Alabama around the Birmingham area significantly improved. Paul Tyson significantly improved at the quarterback position. So the Tide, they got a lot of guys here on the roster. Got a lot of guys on the roster that they can go to. And during this time of the coronavirus pandemic, Coach Saban has mentioned, got to make sure you're developing multiple guys that can play. A lot of guys at a lot of positions because you don't really know what can happen. Knocking on wood, hopefully nobody gets hurt. Knocking on wood, hopefully nobody misses a whole bunch of time because David Ballou and Dr. Matt Ray have done a bang-up job as the new strength staff. But in the event that something was to happen, it is good to have you know multiple guys be able to step up and play, you know, various positions, especially at quarterback. So it's just good to see, you know, Mac Jones, Bryce Young, and Paul Tyson all put up a good showing there in the final scrimmage of fall camp as, you know, fall camp concluded on last week. And now Alabama coach Saban, this program has turned its attention to the matchup against Missouri. Uh, that game once again will be on Saturday, September 26th in, at, uh, at Columbia. But this was huge for Bryce Young, him showing that, hey, yes, I missed the first scrimmage. Yes, I didn't have spring ball. 
Yes, I didn't play maybe my best in the game-like practice, but I came out here in the second scrimmage, the final exhibition. I showed Coach Saban, hey, I can maneuver this offense. I can make some explosive plays. I can do some big things. It was great to see Mac Jones say, young buck, hey, Bryce, young cat, young blood, no, you're good, son. No, you're good, but I'm still breathing. Mac 10, Mac Jizzle, still here. Still breathing, still throwing the football here. So it was good to see that consistency there from Mac Jones and even Paul Tyson. They're putting up some numbers as well. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that down. We're just getting your chest warm here on a Monday. Upon our return, we entertain your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your questions right after this. Sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. And we are back into the action here, folks. Starting your work week off correctly on a Monday in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, number one form for Crimson Tide football news here. And appreciating everybody for tuning in on the tune into the show on today. Be sure to give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button and turn all, yes, all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best and alerts, news, notes, and updates on your favorite program that being the crimson tide but before we get to your phone calls this is your time tide nation got some super chats here to shout out how about gucci tide gucci tide bringing in that cool five dollars in there we have a super chats here helping us out here at tda gucci tide uh kevin compton that 99 cents one short of a buck there but kevin compton that 99 cents to appreciate that love there from kevin compton jay lee bringing in that cool ten dollars there helping us out here at tda via the super chats and even our own Willie 351 dropping that fresh 777 there in the super chats. Appreciate that love coming from Gucci Todd, Kevin Compton, Jay Lee, and Willie 351. But it's your time, Todd Nation. It's your time. 205. 205- 448-1358 for number to call in to let your voice be heard on the network. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Definitely want to hear from you. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are your thoughts here as we are now a good up two weeks away now from Crimson Tide football? But as you're getting your thoughts together here, how about, the, how about the Crimson Tide? Crimson Tide moving up to number two in the updated AP poll, the updated uh, AP Top 25 college football ranking poll that came out on Sunday. Alabama has yet to play any action this season, but moved up from number three to number two. Started off third in the preseason behind the likes of Clemson at number one, Ohio State at number two. But Alabama jumped up to two behind those Clemson Tigers and and head coach Dabo Sweeney. And uh, after two years of not winning a national championship, if I've mentioned this once, I've mentioned it quite a few times here, Coach Saban is coaching with a sense of urgency right now. He does not want another year passing him by without clutching that national championship, without holding that college football playoff trophy with him being, or Alabama, I should say being, the champion. But before I continue with this topic, we got a call in the queue starting us off on a Monday. You're alive on In My Own Words. What's going on? Live on In My Own Words. What's going on, caller? We got, we actually got a lot of call in the queue here. I think this is my man Wagon. Wagon, what's going on? Well, I was sitting back. I was going to leave the phone lines open tonight and let everybody else call in, but they wanted me to call in, so here I am. No other place I'd rather be on Monday than TDA. How's everybody doing at TDA, Stephen? 
Man, we are doing fantastic, man. We, we are another we're two weeks away from Alabama, Missouri. Crimson Tide wrapping up fall camp. Second scrimmage was really good. Proud of the quarterbacks. Uh, everybody on offense. Defensively making progress. Making a lot of progress there on defense. And even heard the kicking game did well. Hopefully we can get this in a game to see these kickers do well in the actual football games. But so far, hearing some, uh, some good things here as we concluded fall camp on last week. Yeah, well, that's a good – yeah, I saw the press conference we had there with TDA and Coach Saban uh, talking uh, real positive there about things. So, I'm not too worried about it. I think everything's going to come together real well there, and uh, we'll see just what happens here in a few days when we go over to old Mizzou there, and uh, they may wish we hadn't showed up. But I did see your polls there you done on YouTube about uh, the number 12 and number 13 jersey. Tell them about the number 12 and 13 jersey there. Uh, okay, so I wasn't trying weighing in to put too much of a burden on the Crimson Tide Nation, but I think I did because I had a lot of people call me and they were like, Stephen, why in the world, what in the Sam Hill in the words my mom made you do this, Stephen? <laughs> you, you, you sat there and put all of these people that we have to kind of pick between. They're all great. So the number 12, I know I had Pat Trammell on there, and Pat Trammell was a legend. I had um, – I had Kenny Stabler on there, had Joe Namath on there, both of those legends, all three of those all three of those guys with the Bear Bryant guys right there. And then, of course, uh, Greg McElroy was on there, the first national championship quarterback of the Saban era. So I wasn't trying to stress the fan base out, believe you guys. I was not trying to do that. I thought about putting Brody Krong in there, but I was like, Brody was good, but Brody – Brody had a couple of injuries there, but I liked Brody, really did. So, wasn't trying to stress anybody out, but the number 13, of course, Tua Tagovailoa, self-explanatory, great quarterback, great young man, tremendous leader. And uh, George Teague, one of the best defensive backs to ever play here. Yeah, it's a hard decision to make here, but you have to go back to Coach Bryant's most favorite player was Pat Trammell, the first national championship team in 1961 the native of Scottsboro, Alabama, you know, he passed up NFL career to be a doctor and went on to be a doctor. And, and you know, life suddenly took him away there with cancer at the age of 28. And uh, that was a very sad situation. But he, he cemented the number 12 in uh, Alabama history there, Pat did. George done a lot of good things in 92. He was hard to get around to. It was the best. Made a historic throw. To win the championship, George played in the first SEC championship game. You're making it tough, Stephen. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I know there's a lot of people in the queue, and we want to remember one guy here. We forgot to do this last week. I've got it written down here. I will say this before I go. Uh, Mr. John Thompson, he was a legendary basketball coach at uh, Georgetown that passed away. I remember the days of sitting there watching TV and, and seeing him introduce a young Patrick Ewing to the college football uh, 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 platform there, and that, 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 that he was a historic basketball coach, uh, Stephen. He absolutely was. John Thompson, great man. Bur- he. He birthed a lot of he birthed a lot of you know black coaches. He birthed a lot of black coaches, not just into you know college basketball, but helped you know maneuver guys into the pros and just really loved, trusted, and did right by every player he had. Oh, exactly right. Remember the days of Tom Hammond and Joe Dean when he was on Channel Seventeen watching the basketball games on Wednesday night. But hello to everybody in the chat. I appreciate all the love. I hope all y'all have a safe Tuesday. We'll try to get a poem here for later on in the week, and we're going to roll on out of here. Y'all y'all light these phone lines up. Keep this chat going. Man, we got up to 104 tonight. Looking good. Uh, I'm glad to see the CEO of TDA in here tonight. Uh, be glad to listen to him and uh, everybody that's is coming in, helping Stephen. This is a great show. Y'all keep it up. Love the chat. Well, I'll see y'all on Wednesday. Y'all be safe, Stephen. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye, Stephen. Appreciate the love there in the car. They're coming from our own way in here. Join us in here on a Monday to start the show. But we continue the call session. You are live with In My Own Words. What's on your mind right now? What's going on, Stephen? This is Sean from Huntsville. What's going on, Sean? Not much, man. How you guys doing up there at TDA, man? Man, cannot complain, man. Can't complain. Waiting on this fall weather to come in here. But you know something? When you're in Alabama, you just got to be patient, man. Definitely, man. I wanted to call and say roll time to all the guys in the chat. Um, 
kind of was laughing at you about your 12 and 13. You know how it is when you start uh, comparing jersey numbers and sure, errors. I, I, and was, I wasn't trying to stress folks out, man. I really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I tell you this, man. It, it, it's fun, though. It's fun. To co- I, I feel like it's fun to, to um, compare everybody's, you know, favorite number compared to errors, compared to who was who was number this and this era and was he better than this? And because everybody got different criteria, you know, does championships count? Does individual statistics count? Does how many years they played at Bama count? You know, I think a lot of different things count, man. Because me and my day and my personal day, you know, I'm a '90s guy. I uh, had an opportunity, didn't play against him, but we lost to Etowah before we got a chance to play against his his squad, Jo. I still say, just for my era, just for me. I've never ever seen an athlete like David Palmer, number two. We call him Papa Cherry in Birmingham. He, he, David Palmer, well, in Birmingham that's what they call him. But David Palmer was the best number two, the Deuce, the original Deuce, as far as in my day. I've never seen an athlete like that in high school or college. And uh, you know, so it's fun to compare eras, man, and and really see who who was where. And you got to remember back in the '90s, man. For all that don't, all those that don't know. When they had Sherman Williams at tailback, he was he was he was a um, tailback from Blunt Blunt High School, the same high school that Damian Craig played at, the kid that played at Auburn. It was a lot of great athletes back then, man. Antonio Langham, you know, what I mean, it, 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 them dudes was Kevin Lee. Them guys was transcendent, man. I promise you. Uh, if you don't remember, take my word for it. These guys, man, they was the best of the best back then, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. But, uh, Sean, as always, man, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the call, man. You take it easy. Okay, man. Take care. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. We continue with the phone lines on the Monday. You are live. Oh, in my own words, what's going on? Hey, this McDonald's. This is not. Say it again. Yeah, this is McDonald's. Can I get the uh, new Travis Scott burger? This is not. This is not. This is not McDonald's here. Uh, we go. We go to the next caller in the queue here. You're live on in my own words. What's going on? Hey, roll time, my man. What's going on? Hey, hey. Um, I just want to add to this whole uh, conversation we're having tonight about the uh, the old school players versus the new school players, and and comparing those jersey numbers. That brings up a big thing, you know. Uh, and and, and those number thirteens. They both had really big plays in national championship games. Just a, a single play that sticks out in your mind that we'll never forget. You know, those those two may be the, my favorite plays in my lifetime. And, you know, that that's awesome. But I uh, also wanted to, while we're talking about guys, older guys, uh, some guys that played at my high school, small town here in, in Valley, Alabama, um, <clears throat> we had uh, uh, John Copeland and Lemansky Hall both played you know, the same on the same team at this little small town and, and then went on to Alabama to do huge things and, and win that championship in ninety two. And uh so I think, you know, that uh jersey number thing, that that's something that you can keep doing in the future and, and keep people, you know, I I, that, I think that'll keep people's attention. You know what? Now that you have said that, I do not feel bad doing it. But my man, we appreciate the call, man. We appreciate the love. Keep listening to us. Yeah, roll top, brother. Absolutely. We continue with the we, well. Well, as you guys are continuing to keep the, uh, as you guys are continuing to get your thoughts going in here, two zero five four four eight thirteen fifty eight. The number to call in to get your voice be heard on the show. Just continuing my final thoughts here on the first topic, that being the crimson tie at number two here on the AP Top Twenty Five poll here. Alabama, the goal is to get back to the national championship stage, back to the college football playoff, and finish the job. After two years of of not winning a championship, two years of the defense not being what U.S. fans and I myself and the media have seen it or have grown accustomed to it being, Saban's goal here, sense of urgency, get everybody playing better, get everybody playing faster, get everybody playing with more discipline, get back to that stage, and bring home that national championship. But we go to another break here on the show. Upon our return, we continue with other things. Things that stood out in the final scrimmage of preseason camp. Don't touch that dial. We'll talk about it after this.
want delicious homestyle cooking, sushi, and hibachi, check out Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At home and you can't get away from the TV because the Crimson Tide is about to score? Don't worry. Delivery is also available through Waiter in Crimson to Go. That's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And make sure you let them know the good folks at Touchdown Alabama sent you. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We popping smoother than the old school Cadillac. No, I'm just joking. We're back in here from the break on the hottest show on the streets. Number one form for Crimson Tide Football News. On a Monday, starting your work week off correctly, in my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Be sure to give a thumbs up. Give a like on the show. Hit that subscribe button. Turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best in news, notes, and coverage on your Crimson Tide. But... As, much, as fun as it is to talk quarterbacks, it's fun to talk quarterbacks. It's exciting to talk that position. But there were other things that stood out. There were other highlights from the final exhibition of fall camp. We're going to get into some of those right now. Uh, the first one was, how about the offensive line? The depth on this offensive line, the versatility on this offensive line is crazy. I mean, it, it's gotten to the point where... It doesn't really matter which five Nick Saban, which five offensive line coach, coach, uh, coach Kyle Flood. It doesn't really matter which five is put on the field. This is going to be a diverse, versatile, all-American Joe Moore Award winning group here. And here's why I say this. So over the weekend, Alex Leatherwood did not scrimmage the uh, the left tackle back for the Crimson Tide. He's played in. Uh, He's played. He's played a lot of games. He's played in thirty-five career games. Thirty-five career games, including you know twenty-eight starts at left tackle and at right guard. So Leatherwood's got a lot of experience. Didn't scrimmage over the weekend. Alabama had Kendall Randolph in his place. So from left to right here, the offensive line was Kendall Randolph, Deontay Brown, Landon Dickerson, Emil Ikior Jr., and Evan Neal. Those brothers went to work. The running backs. Awesome scrimmage. All the running backs played well. Quarterbacks were protected. No, Coach Saban talked about the efficiency on third down, and that's not just because of the quarterbacks and wide receivers, though those guys play a major role. It also goes back to that offensive line, giving that quarterback time in the pocket to make those decisions and deliver the football on time. And this offensive line, the depth, the versatility, the diversity, just the, the all-around talent on this group and also the experience on this group, this is a big-time group. And just to me here, how I see this offensive line stacking up in the upcoming season, the starting group from left to right, you know, definitely give me Netherwood at left tackle, Deontay Brown left guard, uh, Landon Dickerson at center. His versatility diversity and playing both center and guard is, is incredible. And then you've got... Ekior at right guard and Evan Neal at right tackle. Just a massive, massive line there. So, uh, Coach Saban, proud of this group. He talks about how it's the offensive line that has been really challenging the defensive front throughout fall camp. They're pushing these guys. They're getting these guys better. It's a good, it's a good battle. It's a good battle between the offensive line and the, the defensive front there. But this group up front here with its with the bodies it's got across the board and Coach Saban talked about how we got to make sure we are preparing multiple guys, multiple players, just to be sure that if something was to happen, we can go to our bench and pull somebody that we feel confident about. This guy can play winning football on the offensive line. So very, uh, very pleased with that group. That's number one. But number two highlight from the scrimmage was Bama's got some tight ends. Bama's got some tight ends. Alabama will be rotating four tight ends this season. Four. Rotating in uh, Miller Forrestal, Jaleel Billingsley, Carl Tucker, and one Cameron Latou. Now, the main two that will start off in the rotation will be Miller Forrestal and Carl Tucker. Now, both of those guys have a lot of experience. They've played a lot of football. They have a 
the great skill sets. Miller Forrestal will be kind of the H-back guy, kind of a security blanket for, for Mac Jones. Carl Tucker, power hands at tight end, really good blocker, can catch on the outside as well. Remember, he comes over with 38 games of experience from North Carolina, 36 catches in his career with Four, with 549 receiving yards, four touchdowns. So he comes over with a lot of experience. He'll see big playing time. And then with Cameron Latou, who had a great fall camp, he worked extensively you know, with the first-team unit. And Jaleel Billingsley, both of those two will be alternated as Coach Saban sees fit. Jaleel Billingsley had two touchdowns in, 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 both, in both scrimmages. He had a touchdown in the first scrimmage. He had a score in the second scrimmage. The team really starting to see him grow and blossom as a full, complete player at that tight end position. Like I mentioned last week, for U.S. Tide fans, you want everybody with the ball in their hands to be a threat and being a threat in, th in three different ways, whether it's scoring the football, whether it's moving the chains, converting first downs, or whether it's a player running over a defensive player and putting that fear in the back of the defensive player's mind like, I am not going anywhere near that brother again because I'm not trying to get killed for a second time. So tight ends, Alabama rotating four guys here at that position. Third thing that stood out to me, the uh, the Alabama defensive line and defensive secondary. Coach Saban mentioned a lot of progress being made. A lot of progress being made at both spots. On the defensive line, Justin Aboigby is a freak freak. Justin Aboigby, the sophomore out of Forest Park, Georgia, 6'5", 285 pounds. That guy's a freak. And he played uh, – in uh, he filled in for LeBron Ray this uh, last season. LeBron Ray played in three games, hurt his foot against South Carolina. A boy became in, really did a fine job, a solid job, and grew throughout the season. And per Saban, he's the one that's been playing with the most consistency on that defensive front. Now, Saban loves Christian Barmore. Now, he did say that Barmore is the best pass rusher on the team, but in terms of just the full consistency on the defensive line, Saban targeted uh, Iboigby there in that spot. So the one thing that Saban wants to see more of, on, on, he wants to see more from the defensive front is just everybody being all around good players. He wants to see the pass rushers be able to also play your assignment, play your gap, be disciplined, and stop in the run. We know you can rush the quarterback, and we love you rushing the quarterback, and we love you creating those negative plays in the backfield on the passing game, but also being able to plug up those holes, fill those gaps, and stop the run. And for those defensive linemen that are great in stopping the run, he wants to see those guys being able to affect the quarterback, improve the pass rush, Pressure the pocket, hit the pocket, make that quarterback feel your presence a little bit. So he wants the all-around game of everybody on the defensive line. Now, when it goes to the secondary, Coach Saban in this secondary. So the base 3-4 alignment in the secondary, we're looking at your two corners, Patrick Sertan and Josh Job, or Patrick Sertan and Marcus Banks. The young man Marcus Banks from Texas has been growing. So you're looking at Patrick Sertan on one side, either Josh Job or Marcus Banks on the on the opposite end. Your two safeties, of course, uh, Daniel Wright and uh, Jordan Battle. Now, when Alabama goes into nickel here, the surprise at nickel, come on down, Malachi Moore, the four-star true freshman from Hewitt Trustville High School here in Alabama. That young man's been a stud. He was overlooked coming in here a little bit. Not a lot of people talked about him, put his head down, put his nose to the grindstone, went to work, really bought all into the process, looked good in both scrimmages. And as of right now, he's the guy at nickel. Brian Branch is a big-time stud, too. He's got he's kind of that highlight safety. But Malachi Moore right now has kind of put himself in position as the guy at nickel. Now, while Coach Saban loves what he has in the nickel package, the dime package is where we're trying to get more folks to play winning football at because in dime with uh, Xavier McKinney in the NFL, DeMarco Hellams returns as the leader, as that dime back, that 6DB, but Coach Saban trying to develop more depth behind Hellams. He mentioned, hey, if we can't get the guys we want in dime, we'll play more so in nickel, but I feel like Alabama can get the guys in dime with the defense making progress. And last but not least, the special teams. Uh, Will Riker had a good day, and, and I know what you're saying, fans. I believe it, Steven, when I see it. 
I'll believe the kicking game when I see it on the football field. I understand you, touche, touche. I understand you. But Nick Saban didn't mention here, Will Riker, four or five on field goals in the second scrimmage. He went six of seven on kicks. And both um, exhibitions combined, he nailed a pair of 50-plus yarders in the first scrimmage. And I've always said the scholarship for the kicking game, if you can make kicks in excess of 50 yards, that's more than love. That's iced on the cake. That's gravy on the mashed potatoes. Like That's great. But your scholarship is within 40 yards. Your scholarship is making those extra points. If you can do that, and if you can do that on a consistent basis, Alabama football fans, they're fine with you because that's what they want. You making your extra points. And you making your kicks within 40 yards. I know Riker was hurt last year after the Southern Miss game. He's back healthy. So hopefully this time around, he can make good on his promise of ending those kicking woes for the tie. But we take another break here on the show. Don't touch that down, folks. Still rocking and rolling here. When we get back, we sit down with the founder and CEO of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, Mr. Benny Bice Third. You get Mr. Bice right after this. Menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Folks, we are back into the action here on the hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for Crimson Tide. Football news, notes, and information in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But it's not about me. We are graciously joined here by the founder and CEO of the company, Mr. Benny the III. How we doing, sir? Man, I'm doing good. Why you call me sir for, man? (laughs) (laughs) Got to show the respect, man. Got to show the respect, man. We're live right here with my man, Mr. Benny, right here. Founder and CEO of the company and a brand that's been around for quite some time. Started in 2007. Just my question to you is, what sparked this? What birthed this? You wanting to do this? Well, I mean, uh, that's twofold, right? I mean... Uh, first thing, I, I give all honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? Absolutely. Because I'm, I pray about different things, you know, before we do them. Uh, but I, I looked at the Alabama football media and how it was covered. I want to do something different. Uh, I wanted something that uh, we could cover Alabama football independently um, and only Alabama football. I felt like it was something different than what was out there. Um, in addition, we want to have a, a print magazine when we first started, as you know. Um, I felt like um, at the time, it wasn't many print publications covering Alabama and wanted to, you know, do something different. That was really it, man. Just um, uh, prayed about it, um, you know, asked God, you know, like, what, you know, what should we do? And then, um, you know, had the opportunity. My, my dad, um, you know, God bless him and, and you know, um, in heaven, uh, he, he was the first person that believed in it. And said, um, you know, you know, here you go. Here's here's a little bit of money. Let's you know, let's start it. And then I was just blessed to meet uh, people like yourself and and Justin and you know Larry and so many people. You know, uh, my my boy Brandon. Um, you know, we're kind of like a family. But you know, that's kind of what started. When you look at Benny, so many outlets covering you know Alabama football, but. For TDA, it's it's kind of you're giving it through a different lens. You're giving it through a different perspective, a different eye, a different idea. So what kind of transcended that? Because you, you hear so many voices and it all kind of sounds the same. So what kind of made you go this route? I'm going to give you Bama football, but I'm going to have a different tick to it. Man, really, um, uh, is you. You know, you and, and Larry and uh, a lot of people that came aboard. Um, 
you know, it's, it's not about me, right? I mean, I'm behind the scenes, you know, I, I try to uh, do things to help grow, you know, our brand and our business, but it's about the talent, you know, not everybody can do what you do. You know, you, you uh, I don't think a lot of people realize the work that you put in, you know, you pretty much two, four, seven. You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're covering all the time. You can see the bags under my eyes, can't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, and I, and that's something that you and I know about, but a lot of other people don't know. You know, and same with Justin. Um, it's, it's really a talent, you know, that we have. Um, and then I think um, originally when we started, we wanted to do just a print magazine. We didn't have, you know, um, you know plans to really do a website. Um, but... Uh, after a couple of years, we started noticing that, you know, print was kind of going down a little bit. We still want to have that because it's different. You know, nobody else I, that I know of uh, really, cover, you know, has a print, you know, magazine you get with your subscription, for example. But we wanted to, we, we wanted to um, you know, we, we saw that the Internet was really just blowing up, you know, around that. Um, you know, we started in 07, probably about 2010, 11. We started kind of transitioning toward that type of coverage. And, you know, having you um, and Larry at the time kind of, you know, keep us keep us afloat doing the Internet stuff. And then, you know, we were blessed over the last few years to bring in just great talent. It's terrific. I think the best in the business, you know, uh, Justin, I think the best recruiting guy. This guy's on the road. I'm telling you, he's, he's got a better tan than I have. Oh, yeah, man. He's got, got guys on the road nonstop. Um, you know, people really don't realize, you know, uh, my business partner Brandon came in about um, five five years, almost six years ago. Uh, he kind of helped transform us, you know, more to being able to do a lot of the online uh, coverage. And then, you know, your show growing it. Um, you know, as you got a studio now, we 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 you know it's not we're not, you know, is we we've just continued to grow. You know, so it's really really about the talent. Folks, if you're just tuning in to the show right now on a Monday, we got the founder and CEO of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, Mr. Benny, right here, joining us live here on today. And now, so what's the next steps here for the brand? Because with every brand, you're trying to get bigger, you're trying to get better, you're trying to find ways, okay, this is good, but how can we tweak it even more? So what's kind of the next steps here in the evolution? Man, we have a, we have a lot of things coming Um we're gonna we're gonna expand our recruiting coverage with with Justin. Obviously, um, we we brought another full time person, um, Pat. Um, he's gonna be doing a lot of lot love of that dude. <laughs> a lot of different things. Uh, we're gonna be expanding. You know, a lot of coverage that you do as well. Um, it's it's so much stuff. Um, I, I don't want to give it give out the secret yet. You know what I mean? Because I I know you know you know how the media is. People try to emulate some of the things you do, but. Uh, we do have a lot of different, unique, fun things coming, so I, it's it's gonna be exciting. We're we're at the tip of the iceberg, you know. I know we're, um, you know, independent, kind of kind of newer in comparison to a lot of other, you know, networks and stuff like that. But that gives us opportunity to do a lot of different things. So we have a lot of that coming. Since 2007, Benny, you've been a part of you know a lot of events here, not just for the magazine, but in just Alabama football. Period. What was probably your favorite event covering Tide football throughout your time doing oh, this? Man, too, it's easy. 2009 um, <laughs> national championship. Um, at that time, you know, um, I know you had just came on in what, 08? Yeah, yeah I, I had came on in 09 because I was I was doing the online pro connection stuff. Yeah, yeah. So at that time, you know, we had um, we were, we were kind of structured differently. We, you know, we had all of our team was writers for the magazine. But going going to that game, um, it was it was incredible, man. I mean, um, you know, it was kind of a culmination of a lot of hard work, a lot of a lot of prayer, a lot of blood, you know, a lot of tears, and and just you know grinding, you know, as an independent outlet. So that was you know for me like you know just wonderful. And then also that year, you know, it's not event wise, but um, that was the time I kind of knew that we can do it because um, that's when we consistently were able to print a magazine. Um, I think that issue right there, that, that Trent Richardson issue, uh, was our, our second issue we printed in 2009, back when we printed a whole bunch of issues per year. So that, you know, that kind of let me know that we were, we, we, we were on to something. We could actually do this. Now, when you, when, now, when you just look at just, you know, independent owned brand, independent owned magazine. So I, uh, and, and just what different, you know, kind of just what goes into the idea of 
the content that you want to put out? Is it something that just sticks out in your mind or you may say, okay, well, they're reporting it this way. Let's try to do it that way. Like what sticks out in terms of the content that you want to put out? Yeah. I mean, doing stuff a little different, um, not, not having the, the same everyday type of con- um, uh, content, not, you know, not, not trying to diss anybody that, you know, has, has that type of coverage. Uh, we want to have that, but we also want to do some stuff different. You know, like, um, for example, your show is different. There's nothing like it. You know, if you really think about it as, a, as, for, as far as a, um, covering Alabama football, as far as what Justin does recruiting, you know, it's, it's, it's different because, you know, he's actually on the road, you know, doing recruiting. You know, a lot, a lot of these companies don't really do that, you know. Uh, so it's, it's, it's different. That's really the, the main thing. Just, um, you know, it, it, it's looking at the marketplace, uh, what Alabama fans want is really what's going to drive it. Um, there's a lot of things we want to do, but it's really what Alabama fans want to see, what we're seeing they want to see, um, you know, praying, kind of getting ideas, stuff like that. He's Benny Bice, ladies and gentlemen, the founder and CEO of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, joining me graciously here on the show. Benny, as always, th- th- thank you. Oh, th- man. Th- 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 thank, thank you, man. Thank th- th- you. Th- thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with us on In My Own Words. Well, folks, we'll take another break right here. I didn't forget y'all. When we come back, we go to your phone calls, your chats, your tweets, your questions, your concerns. We get back to our dialogue after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We still cha-cha sliding, folks. Still cha-cha sliding on a Monday, getting your work week started on the hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for Crimson Tide football. News, notes, and information that being in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciating you guys for tuning in on today as we are back on you, Tide fans. 205-448-1358. The number to call in to let your voice be heard. 205-448-1358. We take a call right now. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Live on In My my Own Words, caller. Well, as as you guys are continuing to get your thoughts in to call into the show here, how about uh, David Ballou and Dr. Matt Ray here for a minute? More importantly, Dr. Matt Ray here for a minute. Dr. Ray posted two tweets to social media this week, and this was following... You know, Alabama fall camp, the conclusion of fall practice. He has shared some impressive strength numbers, some impressive uh, squatting numbers and pull-up numbers from different players here on the team. In terms of the squatting numbers, he uh, displayed uh, Landon Dickerson, uh, Deontay Brown, and Emil Ekior Jr., three of the guys that will be potentially you know, starting on this offensive line. So between the three guys combined, we're looking at squatting 1,885 pounds. Dear goodness, 1,185 pounds squatting between those three. Landon Dickerson, just himself, 765 pounds. Now, when you go to uh, on the defensive side, True freshman outside linebacker Quindarius Robinson out of Jackson Olin High School in Birmingham at 6'5", 220 pounds. Now, he'll fill out that body frame a bit more. He's one of the, you know, four to five linebackers that, you know, came in the 2020 class along with Chris Braswell, Will Anderson, and Drew Sanders. But, you know, Quindarius Robinson, Dr. Ray, you know, challenged him. Okay, so – 
He so he he Dr. Ray was like, how many pull-ups can you do? A number of one to fifty. How many pull-ups can you do? And uh, Quandarius Robinson said, Coach, I can I can do I can do fifty. So he tries to do fifty. He gets to forty-nine, which is still really impressive. They're doing those pull-ups, and uh, uh, Dr. Ray really excited to see these young men, these athletes, taking the workout seriously, taking the grind seriously, taking the training. And the exercise, seriously. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, 205-448-1358. The number to call into the show, 205-448-1358. Definitely want to hear from you. We take a call right now. You are live on the show. What's going on? What's going on, Stephen? My name is Austin. How are we feeling, Austin? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. I know I'm ready for some Alabama football, that's for sure. It, it, it comes back, man, September 26th. It comes back in two weeks, man. Two weeks, Alabama, Mizzou, uh, Coach Saban trying to get that seventh national championship. Love the quarterback room. Love the offense. Uh, defense has been improving. Defense has been making a whole bunch of progress. It's uh, great to have right. Dylan Moses back. Man, when I, when I saw his picture from camp on there, I was like, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to eat. Let's go. I mean, it's happy to have Dylan Moses back, but along with him, is it me or do, or or is or does Christian Harris look more like a tank now? I know he dropped about twelve pounds this summer. He's now six two, two thirty two, and and he played well mm-hmm. as a freshman. But Christian Harris looks like a tank now. Christian Harris is a beast, man. He 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 kind of reminds me of Reuben Foster in a way, as far as his attitude on the field. But his size, man, is just it's no match for him, man. Looking forward to, have, to having a good year from him and uh, and uh, other guys as well, man. But, Austin, we appreciate the call, man. You keep listening to us. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good time, man. Appreciate Austin calling in there. We continue with the calls right now. You're alive on In My Own Words. What's going on? Uh, not too not too much, Stephen. Uh, I actually just moved up here to Chicago this past week and uh, just wanted to let you know the show is at the very least spread up here uh, through this football season. Um, I just, uh, just wanted to, to run something by you. Uh, I, I don't think that there's any, I don't think there's any year that can really showcase the effectiveness of, uh, Raya and Baloo more than this year. I, I don't know. I don't know how much football you got to catch this past weekend, but brother, there's a lot of people that have not gotten into the shape that they've needed to here, here, here in these five or six weeks that they've had to lead up to this season. I, th- I think that the extra couple weeks to prepare as compared to maybe the ACC is going to help Alabama. And I also think that at the, at the scientific, um, that the scientific angle that's been taken behind, you know, all the training that they've done since they've started back is going to go into full effect. And I, I think they're going to be more in shape than, than everybody they play. Not only just that, and, and that's a good point, but not only just that, you, you got to give credit to Greg Sankey also, the commissioner of the SEC, for having the foresight to let's push the season back. Everybody else is panicking. Let's push the season back. Let's see what everybody else does, and then we make our play. So you got to give Greg Sankey credit also. Oh, trust me. You know, I've, I've already had my time to talk to a lot of these Big Ten fans up here uh, they're pretty ticked off. That, that they're not, they weren't really understanding a lot of the decisions made by Kevin Warren and the and you know the the other chancellors and presidents from the schools up here. And you know you got to take your hat off to Sankey. He's done an outstanding job. And uh, you know I can't think of anybody better better for it. But uh, I just wanted to say I, I listened in on um, on uh, Benny Bice's interview just earlier, uh, just a little bit earlier. And uh, you know, it it really is. It's great to see that that you know the Lord has really blessed your, uh, your company. And uh, I, you know, I hope I hope that he continues to. I mean, having Alabama be as dominant as they have the past twelve or thirteen years probably hasn't hurt anything. But you know, maybe they'll hold up their end because I I know y'all hold up yours. Appreciate the time, Stephen. I look forward to talking to you again, bud. Absolutely, man. Keep listening to us. Thanks for the call. We appreciate everybody calling into the show. Once again, as always, 205-448-1358. You can also leave a voicemail. You can also leave a voicemail with that number, 205-448-1358. Leave a voicemail and a text message as well. We're going to take another break here on the show. But upon our return, we're going to get into the transformation of one Ben Davis. What? 
Are you telling me Ben Davis is going to start this year? That's exactly what I'm saying. And we'll talk the Ben Davis transformation after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back into the action, folks. Appreciate everybody tuning in, calling in, listening to the show on a Monday. Starting that work week off correctly on the hottest show on the streets, the number one form for Crimson Tide football news in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And before we get into the final topic, I got to remind you, you are a diehard Alabama fan, diehard fan here. You love the Crimson Tide. You eat it. You breathe it. You sleep it. You go to church in it. You enjoy tight football and you are for the coaching staff, the players, the whole nine yards, you got to check out TDAware.com. That is TDAware.com. And you can purchase the We Want Football shirts and the Let Them Play shirts. We Want Football shirts and the Let Them Play shirts. Now, we're not pigeonholing you to just these two shirts. There are other, There's other apparel. You can purchase other apparel. But We Want Football shirts, Let Them Play shirts, courtesy of TDAware.com. Supporting the, the university, supporting the players, the coaching staff, the athletes, and, of course, us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But we get into now, final topic of conversation. Ben Davis, Alabama redshirt senior linebacker. Ben Davis, the transformation of, the, of this young man. It, it, it's incredible. The story, his full story has come a full circle. And we all and we all know it. He started off, you know, five-star recruit, small high school, Gordo High in the you know, Tuscaloosa area, you know, the number one inside linebacker prospect in the country for 2016. Everybody was so high on him coming in to Alabama. His father, you know, Wayne Davis, a legend here you know, at the program. And uh, you know, there were a lot of expectations on Ben. Fans felt like you know, his father was great. He's a five-star. He's going to pop. He's going to excel. He's going to dominate you know, year one at the very least. He'll red shirt. He'll dominate year two. So Ben comes in here, you know, red shirts the freshman year. 2017, uh, you know, his second year, people are expecting big things from him. It doesn't happen. You know, his buddy, Mac Wilson, has the big season four picks, including a pick six in the college football playoff semifinal matchup against Clemson. And then you start to hear some concerns, some outside doubts chirping in like, where is Ben Davis? Why is he not on the field? What's going on? Where's BD? Kid was a five-star. I don't see him. What in the world is going on? And uh, 2018 rolls around and you're still not seeing Ben. And then here comes the negative vibes. Was he really that good? Was he really that great? Was he overhyped? Was he overevaluated? Like, was he really meant to be at Alabama? A lot of that started happening. And, uh, you know, he got his first sack of his career this past year. But at that time, a lot of people have written, a lot of people wrote Ben Davis off. And uh, I have seen a lot of five stars to come through this program where a similar situation happens and they get discouraged and they get, you know, they get discouraged, they get beat down, they get frustrated and they transfer out of here. But there is something about Ben Davis. This young man chose not to leave the program despite the rough patch, despite some tough situations. Some of it's self-inflicted, some of it's not. I mean, you look at Ben Davis, he's been through three defensive coordinators, Jeremy Pruitt, Tosh LaPoy and now Pete Golding. He's been through two outside linebacker coaches, Tosh LaPoy. Um, he's uh, Tosh LaPoy, and now he's on uh, Sal Sanceri. And he had to switch from being an inside linebacker to an outside linebacker. So Ben, Ben has been through a lot, but chose to stick around. Something inside of him kept this young man to stick around in this offseason, this summer. When I tell you the light bulb is on for BD, it is on like the light. I mean, it is on. 
It is on, on. I pick up the phone, baby. I know you home, baby. It is on for Ben Davis in the sense of this right, this young man right now, 6'4", 250 pounds. He's gotten bigger. He's gotten stronger. He's gotten faster. And if you look at his face, it's the face of determination where it's like, I'm going to prove to everybody, I'm going to prove to myself that Coach Saban made the right decision extending me that scholarship in 2016. I made the right move to come to Alabama in 2016. Like, Alabama is for me. Like, this is my program. And this summer, I mean, Coach Saban, very proud of Ben Davis. Uh, Pete Golding refers to the man as a coach on the field, talking about, you know, Ben Davis has been in here. He's worked his tail off. He's been in here studying. He's pulled the young guys in here, got them on Zoom, quizzing them, teaching them. And a lot of these young guys probably have, you know, more talent than what he has, but they're going to him. They're looking up to him. They're responding to him. And then DJ Dale, defensive lineman DJ Dale talked about, Ben leads by example. Ben Davis is one of those guys that's always uplifting. You know, players are going to him like, Ben, what you think about this? Ben, what gap do I hit? Ben, what blitz am I in? You know, Ben, do I take the C gap or the B gap? Ben, what am I doing on this particular play? They're going to Ben Davis. They are going to Ben Davis. And this is Will Anderson, Drew Sanders, Quandarius Robinson, Chris Broswell, Kevin Harris II, King Wakuda, Jerez Parks, everybody but the kitchen sink. They're coming to Ben Davis, an outside linebacker, because this is a guy that has really, truly locked in. So as of right now, Davis is looking at uh, starting on first and second down in the in the base packages in the base packages now when Alabama gets into its aggressive you know nickel and dime looks depending on the down and distance on third down if it's third and you know eight nine ten eleven you're gonna see those fast edge rushers come off the bench if it's third and maybe two three four you know Davis could still be in there in those different situations but he will start this year I'm gonna say this if Ben Davis messes around and has a season where he gets between 50 and 70 tackles, between six to eight tackles for loss, three to five sacks, you know, forces a couple of turnovers, really pushes Alabama to that national championship and they win the SEC title game when it wins and gets invited to the senior bowl and balls out, gets invited to the NFL combine and balls out. If he does all of this, somebody get Tom Rinaldi on the phone. If he does this, get Tom Rinaldi on the phone. This is one of those tear jerkers that you just got to have because of, of how this young man has gone from the whole cycle. He came in as a five-star. People were excited for him, too. You know, he hits that rough patch and got rolled off a little bit to now. He's about to put it all full circle. So pulling for Ben Davis. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your Crimson Tide. This is very simple and easy to do. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You can download it from your iPhone app store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store if you have the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we have you iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Overcast.fm, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Wednesday continuing the topic of Tide Football. Always remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. Also, today, final day to get that online subscription, $5.95 a month. Can't beat that with a stick. Go to touchdownalabama.com, click join, $5.95 a month. Today is the final day to get that online subscription. That link will be found in the description as well. That subscription, the link will be found in the description. But as always, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value those husbands. Children, school is in. Do everything legitimately now to not be bored. Be sure to get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith, and this has been In My Own Words. 